We are at the studio of CKO Digital based in the great city of Houston. And we are Untitled Final, a bunch of designers talking about design things. Today we'll be reviewing three rebrands that major corporations went through, give our thoughts on each, and how the public can have an influence on these major corporations. Uh, so the first one we're gonna be starting off with is Gap. Uh, they went through a attempt of a rebrand back in 2010, that's almost nine years ago now. Um, but I do remember this happening when I was, I guess, nine years younger that it was such a weird thing and kind of like came out of nowhere and the pretty much that proposed logo I feel like had immediately like just bad backlash. What do y'all think? Or how'd y'all, I guess, like perceive it whenever it happened? Apparently Chris was too young. I, to I even... don't remember, but <laughs> yeah. I... he was a baby. Yeah, I was too young, but I just don't remember. I mm. was in, yeah. I do remember like going to the mall and seeing Gap everywhere, but I just don't remember seeing like it happening in, it in, happening in real life. Gotcha. I guess I just only heard it because I think at that point I wasn't like that interested in graphic design. Right. We didn't really know what it really was entirely, but I heard about it and I saw the new rendition of it. And I think even back then I looked at it and I was like, what are they doing? Why, Why yeah. is this a decision? Why does it look like this? Because honestly, like I, when I first saw it, I thought of like Windows or some kind of tech company. Right. Um, super corporate looking, like absolutely nothing to do with lifestyle or apparel or hmm. anything that we kind of associate with Gap these days. And I feel like honestly, they're, current logo the one that they've always used or at least like in my lifetime is pretty iconic um mm -hmm. you i don't know i feel like it's nationwide probably worldwide and to have this thing come out of nowhere was really weird um because like even like looking through some research on uh like i guess like the reasoning behind they did it it seemed like they honestly didn't really have a good reason to do it they just did it like the higher-ups decided that they were going to go this route um and yeah, it was even weirder is that like even within like a f like ten days or something they reverted it, like yeah. just because they got so much negative feedback. It was only six days. Six days. Yeah, it looks pretty. It looks nothing like them. Right. I think. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like definitely, it's interesting that like companies can have like that much backlash to the point like where they just like revert and be like, oh my bad. Um, mm -hmm. Especially know, that quickly. I know we talked about on last episode about how brands are kind of going more minimalist, more simple, mm -hmm. just more sans serif. Mm -hmm. um, there's been a recent trend maybe in the last, let's say, five years, maybe mm -hmm. maybe even more. But it might have been that they might have been done it too early. Like they might have uh, been like, and they didn't quite execute it as well as they should have. Mm -hmm. Just because, I mean, the colors, they completely changed them to a gradient box and a black. Mm -hmm. which isn't really their colors mm -hmm. um yeah it doesn't fit at all yeah so they might have could have gotten away with it if they did it uh more recently and maybe done a better better job yeah um <laughs> like a much better job right but i think in 2010 uh that maybe that trend or that that new wave of design wasn't really quite there yet Mm -hmm. It's just beginning, like even all the the fashion houses, like they're doing that too right now. Like in the past two years, I think, like uh, Louis Vuitton and all those, mm -hmm. like they're very similar to this gap. Not very similar, but close to yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, they'll have like a sans serif mm -hmm. version of like their name. Um, but a lot of them like still have like their heritage because that's mm -hmm. like, they're like heritage brands type stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I mean, like within clothing, yeah, it does definitely like depend on like what, side of the market you're on so like mm -hmm. louis vuitton balenciaga all that kind of stuff like that's like high-end luxury stuff but mm -hmm. gap is like 
the common person type stuff mm-hmm. like you see at every single mall across the United States. Um, and I guess you could kind of justify going like a more universal route just because of that. But even then, I feel like Gap, at least like from my perception of Gap, I always kind of see it as like a modern day Americana type thing where it's right. like super simple like pieces, like button ups, pants, t-shirts, whatever. Um, and I think Americana in general has a certain vernacular, like a certain visual language that mm-hmm. I think like Gap still needs to have in its branding. Otherwise, if it loses and goes very universal, then it's like, then you're losing America. You're, you're losing the American voice pretty much. Right. So I, I don't think like, even if they were trying to hop or like be an early person on like this universal modern sans serif typeface trend or whatever, you know, um, I don't even think that is a good reason, honestly. Like, right. The reason itself, like we always talk about what are the reasonings mm-hmm. for rebrands. Some of the major ones are, you know, a complete change in services, mm-hmm. um, a merger, uh, startup. It just depends on what the business decision is behind it. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the main uh, reason why things change. Um, but just because of trends or just because, you know, they want to, a lot of them, are trying to do it as like a PR stunt, like how this article talks about it. It's just, mm-hmm. they just want to cause commotion. You know, they just yeah. want to shake the... Well, that was the thing. Like in the article, it was like some people were kind of speculate, speculating that it was a PR stunt. Um, and then other people thought it was like intentional uh, to, that they actually wanted to try and go forward with this. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, the brand itself was never really clear right. on either of those, which is even more confusing. So it's like, it just sounds like they just some higher up was like, let's do this for no reason. Right. So obviously, if you don't have a reason to rebrand, why are you doing it? Right. You know, so like right off the bat, like they're going to fail. Yeah. Which they crash and burn. That definitely translates into branding and strategy. Yeah. It's like if you don't have a clear idea, clear reason why you're doing mm-hmm. a rebrand or why you're doing a brand, um, it just it just falls apart. Mm-hmm. And you can see it here on a bigger scale, such as Gap, mm-hmm. where they don't have a good reason behind the the brand or the rebrand. So um the public doesn't really they don't really understand you know branding or like graphic design or just the whole aesthetic stuff but mm-hmm. they do understand the reasoning behind mm-hmm. and the concepts and the feelings that are associated with these brands and right. you could tell right away that it just wasn't working right i think i think maybe lucky for them they did this in 2010 when social media was just starting so like they were able to get like immediate feedback from just oh, yeah. the United States, the globe, um, and just the general public. Cause otherwise, if there wasn't that immediate feedback, they might've actually gone through this mm-hmm. and they might've like started throwing that thing up at all the locations and people would be, I don't know how well that would do for the business if they right. would lost money, gain money, who the hell knows. But, um, I think having social media as like having social media as like a public person is like good because you could give this immediate reaction. Sometimes an immediate reaction isn't good because you don't understand the full context of it all. But like uh, having these like at least like knee jerk reactions of like good or bad can at least kind of give insight to the companies that are doing these things and be like, oh, maybe we should or we shouldn't do this. Um, So definitely it was interesting seeing like how much of a negative feedback they got and just like how quickly they turned that thing around. Right. Um, Do you think it would still be the same thing if like they did this? 2010 branding like today where there's like social media would, would it still I think be it's like so, very negative i think it's, i mean if they went with this like yeah. the thing their proposed right. one mm-hmm. i think they would still get a lot of negative yeah. feedback even if we haven't we didn't see this back in 2010 mm-hmm. like it just doesn't look like what gap is 
like it speaks a different language it speak it looks like once again like it looks like a tech company it looks mm-hmm. almost like an app it looks like something like an off-brand of windows like oh, it yeah. doesn't fit what gap is it doesn't look anything remote like to apparel clothing americana oh mm-hmm. shit my bad i don't know if you need to cut that or not but but yeah like it doesn't speak to anything related mm-hmm. to like what it is that the business is you know yeah i think um it has to have a good reasoning behind the rebrand mm-hmm. um in order for it to work just period just any any company out there they mm-hmm. just i know last week we talked about or um talked about android uh, how they kind of did the whole rebrand based on their universal approach which mm-hmm. i mean it works right you know especially in this goal in this era of like we're going into 2020 and you know everything's the world is more connected than ever before mm-hmm. um, so why why not the brands you right know? Um, yeah i think that just adds more confusion to this whole situation with gap is that like they never gave a good reason like they just almost yeah. threw it out as like a test was like <laughs> and then right. immediately everyone slapped it down yeah so that, i think that's why um kind of these con- conspiracy theories kind of come mm-hmm. up in, in terms of like did they do it because it was a pr stunt mm-hmm. you know are they trying to just you know cause commotion and just mm. get attention which i mean a lot of it, it's you know up for debate but right feels like they do yeah i mean yeah because they, they never came clear on either like we said earlier is like if it was a pr start or not um or if it was intended for with an actual goal like they're never like, clear on any of these yeah or any like, of those like gap like why why like they're the brand is just so conservative just so like right. it's like it's just in you know kind of like a universal aesthetic of you know good you know just average clothes which right. is like anybody could wear and look mm. really good right um why would they need to, you know some kind of i don't know i mean that's that's the biggest question that for some reason they never got around to answering and on top of that i also read that like the the ceo who like immediately kind of like after all the backlash the ceo put out uh, like a statement on twitter or something um trying to ask for like design specs or something from like the public it was really weird uh but shortly after she resigned like four months later or something so i don't know if she had like a big push in like why they did this and maybe like board members or something saw that she was unfit to like be the ceo so she had to resign like who who really knows right like it's it's just a lot of mystery and it it was definitely like a weird thing to look back as like wow that that happens like what and again just to reiterate how important it is for the higher up ceo the Mm -hmm. founder um to understand the goal of the overall brand Mm -hmm. you know that trickles down into everything yeah definitely Um, so definitely a a fail (laughs) (laughs) total crash and burn on this one uh but yeah moving on to the next one unless y'all had anything else when it comes to gap chris Mm -hmm. Do you want to say how much you love it? No, I don't. No, okay. no I mean, I don't like it. Gap. <laughs> Setting it clear. I so do yeah, not I like, like this. I thing. just think the like the the one from before and now it's like iconic. So mm-hmm. I don't think they would have. They should never change. Or maybe if they do, it just might be something like slightly different. Mm-hmm. But that's just going to be them, I think. Right. Until yeah, and another thing we can talk about is like how iconic brands, mm-hmm. um, you know what's more important you know heritage mm. or kind of like this new, this anything new or any trend mm. you know like coca-cola if they rebranded how much would that affect the public and like right. their brand and their stocks and everything i think it would definitely um, come down to like what the reason was 
Right. Because um, I mean, like, like Android, like we talked about in the last meeting or in the last <laughs> meeting, but the last uh, podcast, um, like they're a international worldwide company that had billions of active products around the world. And even they like as I guess like like just how much stuff they have out mm-hmm. in the world and how like popular they are, like even them, they had to have a good reason in order to even touch their branding. Right. So like Coca-Cola, like I don't, I really don't know what their reasoning would have to be. Like they'd have to, cause just right. cause honestly Coca-Cola logo and their branding in general is probably one of the most iconic brands next like Nike, like right. worldwide. And I think uh, it also depends on, on what market they're in mm-hmm. because Android, you know, they, they came up with tech and tech is always changing. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine them never changing and then tech always changing. Yeah, that's so it's true. Like their trend is like change, change, change. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. They're, they're able to do that. But Coca-Cola is a drink that's mm-hmm. been the same formula for, you know, decades, mm-hmm. you know, unless the formula changes, which they try to do the whole Coke thing. Uh, they, they rebranded oh, the Coca-Cola Coke. to just Coke. Oh. Um, but they, they also got backlash. It was back in... I don't remember what year. Um, there was also this but the they, one from. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but they 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 left it as a sub brand yeah. for just that. That, make, that makes sense. Yeah, but I know a lot of the public was like, "What? What? What are you doing?" Right, right. Um, the new Coke. I, I don't know if it's called New Coke, but <laughs> it's they're in the eighties. Yeah, it's like they're in the eighties. Is it a I state think. New Coke? No, it's uh, on Stranger Things. Like my, I was I wasn't watching it, but the, I was told that. They and during the eighties, they like came out with. I think that was that's what that that was it. That, oh, really? That's what oh, I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. So in the eighties, oh. they might have been. But they the had 80s. The, the name Neil, right? Neil. It was like. Neil it might have been like the new Coke, and then they just left it. Yeah, with and Coke then they as a people were like confused what it meant. Oh, close to the mic. What it meant, so they just like completely forgot about it or yeah. just removed it. Yeah. So yeah, I think just the the the, the Coke itself is mm-hmm. has the very small logo Coke, but the mm-hmm. whole overall brand is Coca Cola, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which they have with tons of flavors, many flavors. I know. Right. Apparently, you went to yeah Coke. in Vegas. I mean, they have that. Excellent. Yeah. What kind of stuff do they have there? So I was going to ask you. They last have time. some from Peru, from Japan, oh, from Brazil. So you can taste it. Yeah. So you can taste every kind of Coke that they have. Mm. Um, but it's not like. You know how they say Mexican Coke has different taste than the American yeah. Coke because mm. of the sugar that they probably yeah, use. but there is like completely different taste, completely different color, mm. everything. Color, yeah. So really? some of them are like green, some of them are like yellow, it's like energy them, drinks almost. Yeah, but it oh. says Coke, right? Wow. Um, I don't know if that's like the Coke over there. I'm mm. pretty sure it's not. I'm pretty sure it's just the same, uh, the dark Coke everywhere. Like but option. they might have another option. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you want to move on to the next one? Or? We can move on. Yeah. Okay. All right. So next one we're going to be going over <laughs> is the uh, IHOP. So this was an interesting one just because the public hasn't seen anything like this before. It wasn't, it ended up not being a rebrand. Uh, it ended up being a whole marketing scheme. And just kind of give you all some backstory in, I think, 2000. Year. I think it was 2018, so last year. Um, IHOP out of nowhere decided to completely change, I guess, almost their entire like business model and become IHOB, so International House of Burgers. Uh, obviously, they've been iconic for their pancakes, as the words in their name, and that's primarily what they sell. Uh, but out of nowhere, they decided to do this, and 
the public was super confused and IHOP got a lot of backlash. They got a lot of marketing, obviously. There's a lot of like retweets, a lot of uh, follows that happen, a lot of uh, engagement just because of all the backlash um, that obviously IHOP in general just became a very big topic of conversation. Um, but yeah, in general, like the public was confused and obviously very negative about like why it is like, why are they doing this to IHOP? Like this is such a weird change of directions. Um, but it ended up kind of being a whole marketing scheme and a whole uh, kind of like a bane switch type thing. Um, so essentially they're just like trolling the public. They didn't actually go through with it. Ended up just being what it is, a marketing campaign um, and not an actual full rebrand. Uh, what it, were y'all's thoughts? Because this was recent, so you should be old enough to remember this one. <laughs> yeah, I remember when it came out. I actually <laughs> thought that they were going to like change. Yeah, we could, I think <laughs> everybody yeah, did. Yeah. Really? Yeah, every time I would yeah, pass okay. down 45 yeah. or the You're freeway, way, I was like, where, why haven't they kind of... Mm. I was waiting for them yeah. to like turn the pee. I feel like they were just going <laughs> to... They were going <laughs> to keep that... <laughs> they're just gonna keep the same signage and just turn it Ooh, and respray yeah. the 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 sign that's, that's because pretty it smart would have yeah. faded away with yeah. the sun yeah but i was like i was just waiting and waiting money. because i went to i i hob mm -hmm. <laughs> at that time and i saw the the menus it was just nothing but burgers they oh, had, really? yeah they had mm -hmm. uh the menu some of the signage mm -hmm. not the physical signage it was just the promotional signage so mm -hmm. like the posters um, a couple of flyers here and there, and I was like, I don't want burgers. Like, what? Right. Where the? Where are they here? Where yeah. Are the yeah, I, I didn't even try them, but I, mm. I did think that it was going to be a permanent change. Mm. I was just like, yeah, that's I accepted it as you know. I was like, why would they ever do that? You right. Know? I was like, no, I think I sounds... had the same reaction too. Like, I thought it was going to happen, mm. um, but I, I was also waiting, just like drive by a sign and see it change finally. But then it never happened, and then at that point. Aside from doing the research that we did leading up to this podcast, I didn't know that it was an actual marketing campaign. Right. It was. I thought it was just like, oh, they just didn't go through with it. Right. I thought it was like a fail, like right. kind of the same thing that happened with Gap. Mm -hmm. um, they even have a Twitter, you know, the, the same a Twitter handle mm -hmm. at iHub, but it says, "Hey, y'all, pancakes, don't follow us here. We're at iHub now." Mm -hmm. um, I yeah. feel like you were going to say something, Chris. Um, I forgot. You forgot. All right. That's <laughs> yeah. Fine. Well, yeah. I just oh, I I just thought it like whenever it first came out, it just sounded so not stupid, but like I hop, like I, I was so used it's to I hop. To it's, it's, a, it's hard to say I hop. Yeah, yeah. It, it just sounds just, like you're joking or you're saying something. Yeah, we sound phonetically right. Yeah, yeah. I hop. So a lot of names, especially in branding, uh, they have to be very Chris well. Calling it stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has to roll off your tongue. It has right. to. It has to like you have to say it. You just mm -hmm. get used to. It. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I hop. Like I, I hop. Like it. it you almost like, miss the B. So it's like you're. Like I don't hear the B as right. I as, hop as, as much as I hop because like right. I hop has like a pop at the end of it. Right. But I hop. But yeah, even phonetically, like it doesn't sound good. Mm -mm. So, so I think this is a company that works that the whole marketing kind of uh, strategy works for them because mm -hmm. they're more playful. They're more like, you know, they can always change their menus. They can always do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And then it's like I hop. They didn't come they, like all they had to do literally was just grab that same P and just go. Mm -hmm. whoop, wait. Up. No. This is upside down, right? So up. I think you'd have to do some weird shit to get it right but <laughs> you had to do something but yeah. i mean essentially they didn't really change their brand they just it was a pretty 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 good kind of marketing yeah. kind of thing like 
based on the research, it sounds like they it the marketing campaign was successful. They generated like they pretty much generate a bunch of uh, marketing campaign money that wouldn't have happened if they didn't do it. Uh, they got a stupid amount of engagement, whether it was good or bad, they got a lot. Mm-hmm. And even when it came down to the numbers of sales of burgers, which was their goal, because uh, apparently like they did this because they were putting out a new set of burgers and they want to drive traffic to the, the restaurant um, during lunch and dinner hours, because obviously they're known for their breakfast hours, but they're open 24 hours. So it's like they have like these like super high moments throughout a day, which is breakfast and probably brunch. And then it just crashes during right. lunch and dinner. And then it comes back up and it goes down. So they want to have more of like an even market throughout the rest of the entire day since they're open the entire day. So they did want to highlight their burgers. And I think they even put out like a new series of burgers. Um, But in order to do that, they came up with this essential troll to kind of promote and push it out. And they did sell more burgers. They did sell more or they did have more people in the door like for dinner and lunch. So it worked. However, like, how do y'all feel uh, about a company essentially kind of like being dishonest in like a marketing campaign, like th- a marketing campaign like this? And then, uh, I guess like it, it, whether or not it works, like, how do y'all feel about mm-hmm. that kind of a, a strategy from a brand? I think being it like I have being a restaurant, like it helps. Like if it was some other, like maybe a shoe company, then I don't think it would have worked because they have would have to be more serious in a way. Mm. And I help ihop doesn't really have to and like whatever they say like people might not like take it as serious as another brand mm-hmm. like it's just a restaurant like I, that's what i think of it. right I, I agree with chris um i think it, like it worked it mm-hmm. was okay to just you know do the, the whole flipperoo mm-hmm. and be like psych like it's not we're, we're still pancakes mm-hmm. that kind of was like Oh, good. Great. Right. Like, you just wanted me You're to back. try your burgers. Like, right. that's yeah. cool. I get it. Yeah. I didn't try them. <laughs> but <laughs> maybe if they would have done a little bit longer, I would have. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I think for me, like, maybe it's just the way that I follow brands. Like, I tend to respect brands more that are just honest in general. So, like, that's the kind of consumer that I am. So, I, like, whenever <laughs> they did this and learning, like, as I was reading this the other day, of, like, why they did what they did and the way i just felt like it was was just it was like a weird feeling the entire time i was reading everything um like they're like intentionally being dishonest to the public and their audience to promote something just to make more money i thought was i kind of see it like as a negative thing and like i mean i'm not i wasn't an avid ihop fan to begin with i mean they're cool like at three in the morning they make great drunk food so like but (laughs) at like at this point, like I haven't gone back to an iPod in forever. Whether or not they would have done this, mm. um, I'm not ne- necessarily their market. But uh, whenever I did read this and like see their reasoning, I was just kind of like even. I was just turned off by it. Right. Um, mm. But that's just me. I mean, at the end of the day, they made more money, so I mean, it was a success. Right. And congrats. Yeah, but like, how long did that last? Like, by now, everyone everyone already forgot. Right. They're probably back where they're at. Maybe. Um, I, I think that, that would be interesting. To right. Know. So it's like you can do whatever kind of prank or whatever but it's mm-hmm. like every fools it only lasts a day or short short amount of time and nobody mm-hmm. really cares mm-hmm. about nobody it's not a long term you know solution mm-hmm. so that's something that they have to still address right um it may have it may still have like a long lasting effect i'm not too sure um i know like it obviously had like a media effect of right. like positive i guess like money growth but yeah in the long term i don't know i haven't delve that deep into like how it's doing now right um i mean i hope ihop is doing good selling a bunch of pancakes but 
yeah, I don't know. I thought the entire thing was kind of weird. Uh, it was also like the fact that I haven't seen or like the public in general hasn't seen a company do that either. So that mm. in itself was pretty interesting. But mm. I think just the the idea behind it is what I wasn't comfortable with. Right. Yeah. And that's something that they would only do once. Like if they do it again, I think right. people would now get madder. Right. I think they on. I think they even tease something like that. I think sometime this year, like mm. some they just randomly put out a tweet of like what the P can mean or something like that. And like the feedback that they got was just a, like the public prints like trolled back and just like gave him like half ass like just joking responses um so it's like how yeah if they did it again like you already lost the trust mm -hmm. of the audience and like taking you seriously so i guess maybe that might be a long-term effect honestly like how do we trust you moving forward i mean it maybe if it's like a small like reasonable sounding thing we might be like more inclined like oh, okay that makes sense mm -hmm. but if they try and do something this outlandish again, it's like the boy will cry wolf type thing where it's like, mm. you just, you keep fooling us. Like why we're we not mm. going to bite or we might bite because the public bites at everything these days, but it's like, you're not going to be taken seriously as a brand. Mm. Right. But I think, uh, on social media, so social media has given a voice to a lot of people, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of companies as well. So companies like Wendy's and mm. Chick-fil-A and, Popeyes or you know so it doesn't have to be their voice isn't as serious in on social media than it, than it is like on press or anything mm -hmm. else where they have to you know have a certain voice you know they even go at it on social media right. and twitter and stuff like right i think that's yeah. that's fine though because like they have like a consistent personality that they're giving off through their social media and twitter and stuff like that like that makes sense because then because that's what brands right have. like they mm -hmm. they have a personality that they attribute to themselves they have they speak a certain way in press or in interviews or in their advertising so as long as like they're consistent in that like that's good so like i think like what wendy's does is good like whenever they have like that back and forth on their twitter account is always good and it's always pretty funny um but like this one like i hopped this thing came out of nowhere yeah i think that was more yeah that was very like they they had to spend a lot of money it wasn't just mm -hmm. a quick tweet where it just it wasn't because i it was it was a collateral. It was yeah. It was everything. It was full product. So they actually stuff. printed stuff and yeah, mm -hmm. it was you know it was menus yeah, and stuff. Menus and, and advertisements. advertisement and everything. Oh, that was just on yeah. one location they went to. Imagine they had thousands of yeah. locations. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I imagine they made their money back and more based on how successful it was, which good for them. Um, but yeah, it, it was like another like weird moment of like where, like the public had like a big discussion about a brand like all at once and had like a big influence on how like the news was perceived pretty much right mm -hmm. and this happens across different platforms as well mm -hmm. so i know um in movies uh, when you know when movies uh send oh, out a no. teaser you know, they sent out a teaser like Sonic and then the public was like, is that like an eight-year-old boy? <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's not. It's an, it's an animated character right. based on... You know. I've never seen anyone describe it as an eight-year-old yeah. boy. It looked like it, right? Like, I yeah. guess. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen an eight-year-old no. boy look that weird before. <laughs> well, they, they talked about it as uh, the monkey from Jumanji. Oh my God, that was weird. Yeah. Okay. But that was like a nightmare-inducing character back in the day. Do you right. remember that? Like yeah. the live-action monkey? Yeah. Do you remember that? Have you seen the old Jumanji? Yeah, tell was growing oh, on yeah, VHS. The monkey, yeah, the boy monkey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did that freak you out? Did that give you nightmares? 
No. He gave me fucking nightmares. I was terrified of that thing. I was like, that could happen. Yeah. I could fucking turn the bunk out of nowhere. I think so. What shut the fuck up? Yeah. I really enjoy those old video effects because they took real things and they made them do whatever, but you could feel them and touch them. Now everything is CGI and. Yeah, the graphics, like the, the graphics is, are amazing. Mm-hmm. They look great, but they lose the texture. They, mm-hmm. they, they lose the reality of stuff. But yeah. that's a whole different yeah. media genre, everything. But, yeah. but, but definitely, like, the that is another instance of, like, how the public opinion has can have an immediate effect on a major decision. On In this case, it's a movie. Not a major yeah. corporation, but the company that's behind that movie is a major corporation. Right. And they have to completely scrap what they did and completely redo mm-hmm. which i bet you they lost a shit ton of money but it is interesting i've never seen a movie do that so this is the mm-hmm. first time that i've seen like the public have that kind of influence on a movie so we've seen it like happen in brands like with gap and uh i mean ihop is that's that was a marketing campaign so it's a little bit different but uh in the case of, like sonic like the public opinion was so bad that they the company knew that they're gonna just lose a bunch of money if they put it out as is so they're Mm -hmm. gonna go back change it and i mean hopefully maybe at this point they break even if anything or maybe profit if they do it good this time Mm -hmm. around um so it's kind of like like one big ass crit session with america and like the world and they did not get good feedback Mm -hmm. i think that also kind of um ties into the whole process of stuff like that that that's a big risk to put put your stuff out there and have it be seen negatively before mm-hmm. you launch mm-hmm. so i know here um we do a lot of crits within our within our within the team mm-hmm. before we even show it to the client or the public just because um it needs to go through the process before actually you know so that's kind of different mm-hmm. to have a public opinion be part of the process mm-hmm. um so it's a risk it's a yeah. risk that they have to take something is always wondered though is like some of these decisions that we've seen like in this case like gap and the sonic uh mishap is like it was so obvious that they were done bad like how did it how did it get that far to the point of being like a fully produced movie or a fully launched branding that's that's another thing that i've seen um from a lot of things like either a lot of things like politicians Mm -hmm. movies brands things Albums, albums music um there's this video that just got launched on youtube about like an alternate alternate ending of avengers mm-hmm. and the gauntlet was literally backwards on the other hand and it's like how 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 do you <laughs> so miss it wasn't that? even on right right it wasn't even on oh right but it's like how do you miss something uh, so obvious right uh, or politicians like lie in your face and like how do you do yeah. that or like brands do stuff like this or sonic mm-hmm yeah it's like it question it makes you question like it, i think it's just like a marketing thing as well it's a marketing like call attention yeah call more attention beyond mm-hmm. the conversation of what they're saying i don't know if it's that far like at least like to me it kind of seems like it's either error in judgment or it's like it was just an accident but like, accidents happen yeah and that, know, like that's the understandable whole cup with uh um, game of thrones oh yeah starbucks, like starbucks cup. cup that was left in the scene or something mm-hmm. yeah like that kind of stuff happens it's like we make accidents too it's as well a, like it's a glitch in the system typos or something like that but like full it's a little bit different to have like a typo in something or like you leave right. a cup in a 
year's series that's aired every single week or whatever right. you know um and you have like a slight mishap every once in a while but like a full like right. logo being pushed out to right because this, this stuff takes like, weeks months right to do somebody mm-hmm. had to catch it right? right somebody had it or like at least like raise their hand and be like this isn't looking good right or like this looks weird in the case of sonic yeah sometimes like the, it's like somebody does say that and they mm-hmm. just don't have enough voice to to make That's any true. changes it yeah. happens a lot too yeah because at the end of the day it's like the higher ups are the ones that right. make like the final decision like this is being pushed through and i mean hopefully like in the case of gap like they can be reprimanded like they can lose their job they could receive just as much like negative flack for their crappy decision. So, right. I mean, which is good though, because I mean, people need to be held accountable for sure. Yeah, I'm sure the designer or the design team was like, "Yeah, I told you it wasn't going to work." Right. Yeah. I think it also helped that nobody really remembers that um, they're still I in business. You're, uh, I don't. <laughs> you're young. That's a thing. <laughs> like, well, how old are you? Like five? Right. No, he was you're, you do remember? I remember the gap thing. 2010, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so just me, yeah. Yeah, so you. You're still in oh. high school. You're still young. Yeah, you're still in high school. You're uh, 15. Little fish, <laughs> little fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. You're learning about yourself, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think we're done with IHOP. Yeah, definitely. Kind of took a little bit of detour, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, the last one, kind of wanting ending on a good note for sure um, in terms of a major rebrand that a corporation did. Um, someone who did it well and they had a great kind of goal behind it was uh dunkin donuts now labeled as or named duncan um just to kind of keep it shorter uh but yeah their overall goal was uh they realized that again um they were brands that listened to the market they listened to what the audience is needing these, in these days and what they notice is what they notice is that uh the general public likes to have a very much like on the go type feel when it comes to like either drive throughs or um, they're like their morning routines or even in between or throughout the day, they just want to stop somewhere, grab something and just head out. Um, and that was something that Dunkin' Donuts or in this case, Duncan acknowledged. And that was their overall goal for this entire kind of rebrand that they did. Um, so they wanted to cater to this crowd that or pretty much just a general audience that just wants to grab something, keep going in this case, like coffees, um, or small pastries, uh, Obviously, that they're still primarily like a donut selling business. Like they are still the number one selling donut place in the United States, oh, which really? was surprising. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I was like, God oh, damn, congrats to them. Probably because, yeah, well, here in Texas, I mean, every single state has kind of a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dunkin' Donuts exists here. Yeah, right. But like, is that the like the the been the most known like Shipley's? I think no, Shipley's is the best. Yeah, yeah well, I think Shipley's Shipley's is more of a Texas thing, right? So it's like Shipley's is more of a Texas thing, or mm-hmm. a Southern thing, or and then yeah. like Whataburger, or like mm-hmm. you know. So sometimes you know, as a Texan, you're like, oh yeah, this stuff's everywhere, and then mm-hmm. you go somewhere else, and you're like, hey, can I, you know, where I can find a Whataburger, right? Or Dr Pepper, or like sweet tea. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like a yeah. Dunkin' Donuts was like the Starbucks of, uh, of donuts. Donuts. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So because they were nationwide, like they're like the standard <laughs> nationwide. But yeah, obviously, like West Coast has like a, even in, in when it comes to donuts, like they have a like Welch's Donuts, I think that's what it's called, or Witch, Witchels, something like that. Like back when I lived in LA. No idea. Um, what you're talking about like that was that was like their version of Shipley's. Like that was right. their brand that is like the most commonly known like locally mm-hmm. within the state. Um, I'm not sure how far that brand has like gone outside of California. But yeah, no, you're totally right. There are like these 
like very localized mm-hmm. brands that have like locally they get the most attention from their locals and they sell the most there um but yeah there are these bigger nationwide brands that sell number one above all just because they're everywhere and they're so uh ubiquitous um but yeah like in this case uh they did want to cater to this to the new market of just grabbing and going and they put out like new products they rebranded everything they repackaged everything uh they shortened their uh their name just to duncan so that they didn't want to be limited just by having donuts in their name that's like we only do this as our specialty it's like no we want to broaden what we do as a service to everything so um changing or taking out donuts was definitely a smart move um i think duncan itself is a great name in general uh, i think they even had a great tagline like uh, american runs on duncan i think that's awesome uh so they, they've already been like using that as like a a thing for people to get used to um not saying like the full name just saying duncan because even within the u.s people are just describing it as duncan mm-hmm. um so i think this is definitely like a brand that was that listened well and like they made like the appropriate changes and they actually had a great goal behind it and kind of like followed through for sure. Uh, I feel like I said a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. So brands like this, any brand has to, you know, has to plan for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they definitely were able uh, to do that from the beginning to say, okay, we're Duncan and I'll take 10 years, which I mean, let's say, there were Dunkin' Donuts. Now we're just going to be Dunkin'. Mm-hmm. Um, and here at Zikio, we usually try to do that with clients. It's like, okay, where do you see yourself mm-hmm. in 10 years? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, your name is this plus another word. You know, are you always going to do that? Like, are mm-hmm. you always going to be that? Right. Known as that? Or do you ever plan on, you know, changing the business, adding new services? Um, going nationwide or going right. outside of Houston or the state of Texas. Right. Yeah. So, so some brands are very limited to their name, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes, like Dunkin' Donuts, if if they're like, okay, in the first twenty years, we're just going to be Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts, and then mm-hmm. after that, we want to be Dunkin', or after that, like if they planned it out since the beginning, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a great plan of, for growth. Right. Um, but if they if they were able to say, okay, we're going to drop this. Uh, they creatively said we're just going to keep Duncan, and mm-hmm. then we're going to drop these other two. Yeah. That's also a great thing uh, to do from the creative marketing department. But that's a little bit harder to do if you don't have a plan from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I don't know like how long Duncan's been around. Um, I would be very surprised if this was their goal from like the very beginning. So they began I'm, in 1948. That's a long time ago. I don't think people have a hindsight of 70, 80 plus years. TBH. But I think like, I think what's good is that companies can still like acknowledge and like listen to what's going on in the market and be like, then make adjustments. Like in case of Android, like they made adjustments. In the case of Dunkin' Donuts, they made Mm -hmm. adjustments. Um, So it's like just being in the moment is important. Um, And that like, that's what gave them them longevity. Uh, So I would kind of backtracking a little bit i would be surprised if this right. was their goal from the 40s yeah it's it's a it's yeah it's a matter of like might they might have they might not have most likely it wasn't but um but yeah what was i gonna say i think mm-hmm. it's also that the the name duncan is like so catchy mm-hmm. like what if like That's what burger king removed <laughs> the, the king no the, the burger from it oh and it's it was just, just king? king like that wouldn't make sense yeah, it King seems... of what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think yeah, I think Burger King has its own kind of like 
because uh, they sell like yeah like so many things as well now like tacos tacos and <laughs> i don't know what else <laughs> really that's the worst whenever burger places start making tacos they're <laughs> such garbage really? tacos they're, every single yeah. time they I saw, tacos? yeah i saw a commercial with like crunchy tacos oh my god or like yeah. using like Doritos as like the the tortilla or some shit. That's like Taco, Taco Bell, Taco Bell. Yeah, know, the number one Mexican like what restaurant is Taco Bell in, <laughs> in America. <laughs> How does that make you all feel as as Mexicans? Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't think uh, so. What does that What does that say about America? It doesn't yeah. really say much about me. True, true. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But back to Dunkin' Don- <laughs> Dun- Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, so so yeah. I was speaking. I was gonna speak more about kind of like established brands. Mm. So they had to they have to gain this credibility and this history in order for them to drop the donuts. Mm. They True. couldn't just come out and say we're Dunkin'. Right. What does that even mean? Right. Mm. Like we're right. So brands like Uber. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like Uber, Venmo. Like, yeah, but but those words are very kind of universal very like they, they I don't even know what they mean like right. they, they have no actual connotation right. so it's so, like yeah but dunkin you that's a very it's a very it's a verb right so yeah. you're dunking, dunking oh yeah it's true like you're dunking oh, a cookie or a donut ah me too <laughs> what do you think it meant i don't know maybe I like someone's know, I thought name it was a last or something name. Yeah, like, what a last name like it, that could be a last name like <laughs> brett duncan yeah like duncan yeah but the, yeah dunking like dunking that. a cookie or dunking a donut right. into coffee like that Sorry, we're retarded. We're we're very stupid. <laughs> yeah, I but I mean that makes that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of sense. Because yeah, no, I was about to say like if <clears throat> like brands don't need to have or they don't need to like build like this long history of like getting their name out there tr- for it to be like uh like right. immediately like noticeable and like usable. Right. Because there's like Venmo, there's Uber, like right out the gate, like people are like, oh, I need to get an Uber, mm-hmm. or right. I'm about to Uber too. So it, Uber replaced the word or driving, traveling getting a ride you know it uber became like a, a noun right. a verb all that kind of shit mm-hmm. um same with like venmo like i need to venmo you so it's no longer i need to give you cash i need i no longer mm-hmm. need to mm-hmm. make a transfer or something i just i need to venmo you like it's it's become its own thing so i like there's different the ways names. there's different ways of getting there mm-hmm. you know very good marketing very good name naming mm-hmm. but also heritage <laughs> and and longevity gives mm-hmm. you that um, McDonald's doesn't mean absolutely anything to right. somebody from that's never heard of McDonald's. Hey, you want to go to McDonald's? Mm-hmm. Like, what in the hell are you talking about? Right, like the first person that heard that, yeah. Right, but now it's it's such a universal thing. Yeah. Um, so maybe like brands need to have. I don't know. Uh, like I said, there's different ways of of uh, uh, arriving to that kind of like that established idea of a brand, like what. What is that, you know, that mm. feeling that everybody has of rec- rec- being recognized and being known for that? Um, but I think definitely Dunkin' Donuts, they've been around for, what, 60 years now? I mean, they're able to just say, oh, we're Dunkin'. Right. And everybody knows, oh, donuts, coffee, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> they did a great job for, like, everything from their naming to the colors also, in my opinion. I think they killed it, like, that bright-ass like pink and the orange i think work, work really really well mm-hmm. together and like mm-hmm. especially with the kind of food that they offer um like the pink uh like frosting or glaze on top of the donuts that they have like that's very iconic for them mm-hmm. um so i think yeah they definitely from the top to bottom had a solid idea a solid kind of goal for the entire thing and they executed on everything from the naming of it to the colors to the logo 
and it's so it's so minimal the changes mm -hmm. that they did that the general public you know they've gone there for maybe three four weeks maybe a month a year they're like Mm -hmm. they never notice the change right and that's but they the new people that are going in there mm -hmm. or somebody that the messaging kind of reached them mm -hmm. they're able to see the new branding and they're able to understand that they just don't do coffee and donuts yeah um so i think uh i think i think this happens more so with like major corporations is like them doing these like very minor gradual changes to their branding kind of like how at like last week's or two weeks ago's podcast we talked about android like they, did, they did very minimal changes to their to their branding. It wasn't like a gap where they completely ditched everything about their existing branding and right. went a different direction. Um, this case, like it was, it was very small, and it, it seems like the, that's kind of like what or the approach that major corporations take, just because they probably do worry about like the negative feedback that they would get from the general public. Because uh, as an audience, as human beings, we hate change. Um, so there's always going to be that negative kind of flag yeah. and it, but if like the change isn't as drastic, like that probably is like not as the public opinion isn't as drastic as well. Cause this is like a small thing. It's like, okay, yeah, I understand. Right. And sometimes, uh, like the gap one, like that was a completely whole different visual aesthetic. Mm -hmm. So that was a completely whole different kind of shift and stuff. Some of these brands still have the same core values, still have the same messaging, Mm -hmm. still have those same attributes but they're just shifting maybe services they're shifting maybe product mm -hmm. uh so their whole brand doesn't have to completely shift um and it shows and you know the public accept it because they're like okay you're adding this mm -hmm. you're adding a new service and, I, mm -hmm. and like i understand that if you don't do this change i won't understand that you're making this new service mm -hmm. um so i think it it's overall benefit for everybody mm -hmm. yeah <coughs> very much received very very well um, amongst the public. Honestly, I haven't been to Dunkin' Donuts in fucking years, though. So. I've, yeah, never been. <laughs> I've never been. <laughs> I've never been. After raising it all this time, no. like, nope, never been. No, nope, I've never been. been. Not gonna go. <laughs> really? You wouldn't even try it? Well, I have Shipley's and I have uh, Starbucks for coffee and if you do get coffee. Yeah. I usually just make my own. Or make your own coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I like it. Yeah. At least I'm a Kalachi person. Just Kalachi donuts. factory? Yeah, just donuts don't do Kalashi factory is also a Texas yeah. thing. Really? Yeah. It started here. Or I don't know if it started here in Austin, but it's a Texas thing. They have like the map outside, like their store has like the different stars of like all their locations. And it's like, it's all in Texas. I think they have like a few, like in a couple different states, like nearby states. But nothing in the north. Mm -mm. Nothing in the north, nothing in the east coast, nothing on the west coast. I feel bad for them. I know. Kalachi <laughs> factory. But I mean, there are some Kalachi places that are, that are like mom like and pop shops that yeah. I might be able mm -hmm. to do that. But True. but Kalachi, you, you know what to expect there whenever you're going. Like if I go out of town okay. or if I go anywhere else, I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, you know what to expect there. Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely like, a, like another question of uh, how like the public uh, gravitates more towards like local things rather than national things. I guess it mm -hmm. depends. Like Starbucks kills it for some reason yeah. i mean there's a good reason they do good products and they cater they're to a good everyone. brand yeah. yeah they're a great brand um but like in the case of like donuts here like we gravitate mm -hmm. towards shipley's because that's like what some people maybe chris who's born here like what they gravitate towards because that's what they saw mm -hmm. their entire life whereas duncan was they may not have been exposed to it right. that early and then on top of that it's just a national brand it's not like a locals like this is ours no mm -hmm. so it's like or in this case like a another case like whataburger Right. Whataburger is ours. 
but now it's Chicago's, unfortunately. Right. I don't go to Whataburger, but I feel proud that we have Whataburger. Yeah, yeah. we got Whataburger. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know why they decided to do that. It's just sad. We're like, we're not mad. It's just investors. Just it's not that the headquarters it's still moved. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still here. So, you yeah. can still go down there and get a what is it? A honey butter chicken biscuit. The names are so Texan. <laughs> 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 it's great i mean that's what that's what gives us appeal to i mean that's what the audience is here like we like people have an accent people have a slang right. people have either i don't know have their own vernacular mm-hmm. so i mean it, it makes sense um yeah i think like these bigger corporations that are nationwide have to have like a much more like general voice rather than like uh like either colloquial or like local mm-hmm. type language or voice or message right but then that kind of goes back into into like, okay, we're talking about a ship lease, but it doesn't compare to Duncan in terms mm-hmm. of sales, in terms of, you know, growth. So yeah. Duncan was able to do it right in a way where they're able to grow. Right. And it also depends on the goals of the brand, but who wouldn't want to be a national brand, you know? I mean, that really kind of depends on what your goal is of business, really. I mean, I could see some brands like wanting to stay local or wanting to Smaller. only expand so far and like just be about this area because they love this area or something. Yeah. And then I could also see the other side is like, no, we want to blow up. We want to be everywhere. Yeah, it also depends on. Yeah. I mean, just as a business yeah. owner, as a direction, as a business, I mean, that could change. Both are valid. You know, you can make mm-hmm. bank either way. So, I don't know. But I th- yeah, I think they just did really a really good job with like the new the branding, like the small changes. I think they they speak a lot, and they I think they are gonna attract more new customers. Maybe not me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would make you go there, uh, Chris? Um, he drove you there. <laughs> no. Would that really? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> if what? If what? If we drove you there, if oh, we yeah. literally no. transported your physical body I guess there, if I was like put you in front of the door, it, yeah. would you be like still be like <laughs> put nah, it in dude. front of you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but only that case, like you wouldn't go out of your way to go get it. Yeah. Do you know where there's one? I just looked it up right now. Does I know one Belair on Belair, Texas. Mm. I see that like often. I think that's the only one that I know of. Yeah, there's there's a couple in downtown apparently. Uh, really. Well, actually, like east, no west side of downtown. I but don't yeah, see like, many. Maybe that's yeah. why I don't. I don't go. That's another thing. I can't. I know I see one whenever I head out to like Cyprus or something. Mm-hmm. Like those listening to the podcast may not know what the hell we're talking about, but like uh, in different like, parts of areas yeah. of Houston, so yeah. in the south mm-hmm. and the north, mm-hmm. outside of the loop, outside of the metropolitan area. Yeah, there's, there's definitely not much, a lot. There's not much near inside, like inside the loop here in Houston. Yeah. Uh, like I'm looking at the map. There's like four. Well, inside the loop, there isn't generally a lot of, you know, a lot of these corporate uh, companies. True. Yeah, that is, that's actually interesting because like, if you go to like the suburbs, you see a lot more chains. Right. There's a lot. Yeah. I think, I I think that has to do some to do with the the city of Houston or how they kind of did it. The Mm. zoning. That's just my, that's what I, what I think. Mm. Well, I mean, it it would make sense like if... uh, like downtown metropolitan metropolitan areas of cities like are often the most populated and have the most history right so like a lot of smaller businesses got their foothold early so it's harder mm-hmm. for like a, a major corporation to like get into these areas mm-hmm. just because land is scarce right because it's already populated whereas like the suburbs that's like expanding areas so they're going into 
new land that hasn't been bought, manufactured and built up. So it's easier to, for larger corporations to go to these areas and just like put up shop. Right. So that's, that's honestly so every, probably why every you see. Every suburb, there's, there's like the same stores. Yeah, you see everything. You but see, you, see you come here in, into the metropolitan area. I mean, it's hard for Krispy them. Kreme. Yeah. There's only a couple. There's only one Krispy Kreme. We're going to get in and out soon. Yeah, I heard that. I'm excited. I'm actually excited too. In and out so fucking good. It's good. I yeah. don't care Where? what Texans say. Huh? Here in Houston? Yeah, soon. But you, yeah, you, yeah. Do you know what In and Out is, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever have you ever like gone? Yeah. Like, do you do you even know what this is, Chris? No, what, is, you that? what is it? <laughs> no, yeah, I know. What is it? Burger, burger chain. Burger what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a burger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else? Mm. I think overall, uh, definitely touched on a couple or a few of these brands. Uh, Gap, IHOP, being either bad or misleading um a lot of negative attention one way or the other uh ihop being successful in terms of like generating money but gap just being a total fail and then doing it the right way like duncan who's listened to the market they had a clear goal and they pretty much executed on everything um so it's interesting seeing how the public has a much bigger voice for sure these days with social media um i think it's a great tool that we have and definitely game changer and i do want to make that like a conversation at some point in a different podcast of like how much of a game changer is uh, social media is just in everything. Right. Like it's, it's really, it's really crazy to kind of think about and step back. It's like, we live in a time where something exists. that was such a game changer. It's like electricity when it first happens, like what I could see myself when I actually go to the restroom now, this is crazy. Yeah. I think that I won't, we won't get into it just because it will, it's right. We'll save it for then. Yeah. We'll save it for another time. Uh, but yeah, thank you all everyone for tuning in to Untitled Final. Uh, we put out podcasts bi-weekly, so catch us in two weeks. Uh, we'll be putting out uh, this podcast on YouTube, uh, I think iTunes. And Spotify. And Spotify. So yeah, check us out on all of those. We'll have uh, all the links to those on our social media. Uh, so yeah, follow us. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you.